good day and welcome to Holding Fast. It's great to welcome you to the podcast today. I trust this finds you in a state of walking with the Lord and enjoying His faithfulness and His blessing. We reflect back on this year of 2020, and we know that it's been a difficult time in many respects, but those who know the Lord can have confidence in the fact that He is going to take care of us and see us through, and we're anticipating 2021 would be a little bit better, although we can expect tribulation in this world and trials as the days go by. Uh, We can face those things with great confidence and assurance that we are children of the King today. I hope your anchor is gripped firmly to the Word of God. Uh, The psalmist wrote in Psalm 51 and verse 10, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Uh, The topic of today's podcast is a hymn history, actually. Uh, In many churches on the first Sunday of the year, uh, the Sunday wouldn't be complete without singing a famous hymn from a prolific author that I've referenced before, even on this podcast. And her name was, of course, Frances Ridley Havergal. She was a great British poetess that was able to uh, give us some wonderful hymns that, uh, or poems that were set to music. Uh, they reflect a deep consecration of her own self to the cause of Christ and a love for the Lord. And she actually wrote a hymn. It, it uh, is entitled, Another Year is Dawning. Perhaps you're familiar with it. Uh, But she wrote this particular hymn, and its words uh, really marked uh, her poetry in a way that just was so intense and so warm and devotional. Uh, Francis considered every New Year's Day a never-to-be-missed opportunity of rededication to Christ. It seemed to be one of those marker times in her own ministry. And she always looked for an opportunity to be able to write about this pause in history. Uh, Several New Year's hymns actually ended up coming from her pen. This particular hymn that we're learning about today, uh, the poem was written as a prayer for the beginning of the year 1874. Frances Havergal was composing it near the end of the old year, and she actually, this would be a wonderful gift to be able to have. I don't happen to possess this gift, but Frances clearly did, and that was her ability to write her own greeting cards. That must have saved her some money, I'm sure, but uh, she would write, her and, des- and she would actually design uh, a greeting card that would be sent to her friends, and it would contain her own poems Uh, to be mailed out. And the caption on her greeting card said, A Happy New Year! Ever such may it be. Well, as it turned out, uh, Frances herself needed that prayer because just a few days later, after she wrote this particular hymn in 1873, uh, or 1874, that she actually suffered a stunning disappointment in her personal life. Uh, She was hoping to be launched as an author in America, Robert Morgan tells us in his histories. And he, she, her agent in New York had made her a lot of reassuring promises that he was going to be able to put her into all the market in America and she would be able to obtain royalty checks through this. Uh, she thought that it would bear actually be the first of many royalty checks that would help support her and give provide her income. 
Instead, she received a letter that she thought uh, would bear that first check, but the she received news that her publisher had gone bankrupt in the stock market crash of 1873. So all the promises that he had made to her actually bore no fruit, and as a result of her committing her works to him and signing on the dotted line apparently made it so that she would not be able to publish with any other author uh, any uh any other publisher the works that she had done uh but recently having written this particular song uh Frances had turned all her affairs over to the Lord and she was able to bear the crisis with great peace she actually wrote to a friend that was recorded that I'm that I'm reading as recorded from Robert Morgan's book on the hymns histories, and he she says this way quote I have just had such a blessing in the shape of what would have been only two months ago a really bitter blow to me. I was expecting a letter from America enclosing thirty five pounds now due me and possibly news that my book was going on like steam. The letter has come, and instead of all that, my publisher has failed in the universal crash. He holds my written promise to publish only with him as the condition of his launching me. So this is not simply a little loss, but an end of all my American prospects." I really had not expected that he would do for me so much above all that I asked, as not merely to help me to acquiesce to this, but positively not to feel it at all, and only to rejoice in it as a clear test of the reality of victorious faith which I do find brightening almost daily. Two months ago this would have been a real trial to me, for I had built a good deal on my American prospects. Now, thy will be done is not a sigh, but only a song. Another Day is Dawning. That was the title of her poem. It went like this. Another day is dawning, dear father, let it be. In working or in waiting, another year with thee. Another year of progress, another year of praise. Another year of proving thy presence all the days. And on the last stanza, she says, Another year of service, of witness for thy love. Another year of training for holier work above. Another year is dawning. Dear Father, let it be. On earth or else in heaven, another year for thee. What a testimony she had of God's amazing grace in sustaining her through what would be a devastating loss at that time. But yet God always manages to take care of his own. Here as we approach another year, as we leave 2020 behind and we go into 2021, uh, we do so with the confident expectation that God takes care of his own. Is there a need in your life today? Is there something that you're depending on that is uncertain is there been a, has there been a loss in your life this past year that has just been so painful to you? I want to remind you today that every year as we begin this new year, it's another opportunity for God to show himself real, another opportunity for God to magnify his glory and his grace to you so that you might be able to call out on him, Abba, Father, and know that his, know that his care for you 
is unshakable and unchangeable. God bless you today. Walk with this confidence. You're listening to this on New Year's Eve, hopefully. And if not, that'll come in handy another time, I'm sure. But remember that if you're a child of the living God, He's obligated Himself to take care of you, and He'll see you through to the end. God bless you. Walk with Christ.